Hello, this is David back again with another episode of the Blood and Fire Radio Podcast. This is episode number 142. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I got some nice spring thunderstorms going on, so hopefully I won't uh, have the power go out or something right in the middle of this thing. Uh, Alright, let's jump right in here. We're going to Germany. This is a four-piece that's been going since 2016. Um, really had not heard of them at all until uh, maybe six months ago. Um, Cody, my bandmate in Grove and Giant of the Mountain, uh, he actually turned me on to this band. They're called Fiat Knox. And uh, he was a really big fan of their... Um, their last album, or it might have been their last EP actually, but he's a fan of the full length as well. Um, they've got one full length from 2021, and they've done three EPs total, um, including this new one. And um, this new EP, I'm going to play something off of it, it's called Opium to Insidious Slumber. And uh, that came out on April 28th through Crawling Chaos, and they're just kind of a really dark, kind of dissonant... Um, black metal, death metal, hybrid, um, there's a lot of bands, of course, going down that route, uh, genre-wise, but, um, I agree with Cody, it's pretty powerful stuff, and it's really good, um, he let me hear that last one that he was really into, and I enjoyed that, so I couldn't help but notice, uh, whenever this new one came out, and it appeared on my, um, upcoming albums list, so I made sure to check it out. And it's just a couple of songs, a um, little bit long for an opening cut for the um, the podcast, but not, you know, nothing drastic. So yeah, there's a part one and there's a part two, and uh, I decided that part two just kind of has a better overall mood. So here we go, off of their new EP, this is Fiat Knox with Opium to Insidious Slumber Part 2.
right, there we have it. That is Fiat Knox from Germany with Opium to Insidious Slumber Part 2. Very good stuff, and, um, you know, it's pretty short and sweet overall. EP, just those couple of tunes, uh, but it's definitely worth your attention. All right, we're going to the UK out of Nottinghamshire, and this band I played on the very first episode, I believe it was, of, uh, of the podcast, all those years ago. They existed from 85 to 91, and then reformed in 06, and played sporadically up until around 2010, and then uh, kind of called it quits for good after that. It's a five-piece thrash band called Sabat, and probably best known for um, having Andy Sneap on guitar, and uh, he, of course, is a very famous metal producer these days, especially with a lot of thrash bands, and he's done, so, you know, um, Exodus, and uh, I don't think he's done Testament, has he? He's done Megadeth. Yeah, he um, he's known for his uh, really, really crystal clear, punchy production, and he's also um, known for being kind of the stand-in live guitarist for Judas Priest, uh, now that Glenn Tipton can no longer do the tours and stuff like that. Um, he also played guitar in Hell, whenever the uh, new wave of British heavy metal band Hell had reformed. Um, he was playing guitar for them for a while. But yeah, this was kind of the original uh, claim to fame for him was Sabat. And their first two albums especially are classics. The third one had a different vocalist, and it just wasn't as good of a record. Not because of the vocalist, but just wasn't that great of a record. Uh, I think that came out in like 91. Uh, I'm going to play something. I think I've played something off of the first album, for sure. Uh, that was the one I played in the first episode ever of this podcast. But I'm going to play something off of the second album, which is kind of considered to be their peak uh, by many. The album is called Dreamweaver. came out in 1989 through Noise Records. And it's just a classic record. Every song is very different from uh, one another. And it's thrash, but it's just kind of... There, there was always something a bit different about them compared to other uh, European thrash bands at the time. And it's just unique and excellent. So here we go off of 1989's Dreamweaver. This is Sabat with Wildfire.
All right, there we go. That is Sabat from the UK. It's a shame they're not still going, but uh, some great music they've left behind. Like I said, those first two records are absolute classics in my opinion. Um, all right, we're going, well, we're staying in the UK here. This is a one-man band that's been going since 2019, and I hope you like your black metal primitive, because that's uh, very much the style of this one. Uh, the band is called Winter Mist, and they spell winter and mist uh, with a Y instead of an I, because uh, they're clever. And I, they have put out two albums, I think, so far. I think I saw that right. Yeah, the debut was in 2021. Um, and this new one just came out on April 28th. And I think I came across it through um, Black Metal Promotion on Facebook, on their page, when they kind of share new album premieres and things. And they share the links uh, to the YouTube videos that have entire albums on them. So yes, this album was posted on YouTube and shared... Uh, through that page, and that's how I came across it. Thought it was pretty good for what it is. It definitely does not, you know, reinvent the wheel or contribute anything particularly new or exciting to the world of black metal, but um, it's just done in a primitive fashion, and it's done pretty well, so I decided I would share. So this album, again, it's their second album. It's called Bitter Hymns, and that came out on April 28th independently. So if you do enjoy it, I suggest you find it um, on their Bandcamp page and purchase it and support the band. So here we go off of their second album that just came out called Bitter Hymns. This is Winter Mist with Frostbitten Ophidian Veins. <laughs>
right, there we go. That is Winter Mist, the one-man band from the UK with Frostbitten Ophidian Veins. I really like that because it's very primitive and very straightforward and, as I said, doesn't really offer anything new to the genre, but um, not only is it performed well, but I think that the production is just clear enough, especially with the drums, uh, that you can kind of enjoy uh, all the instruments there. You're not really losing anything. Uh, Alright, we're going to the USA here out of uh, Los Angeles, California. This is another one-man band that has also been going since 2019. And in that short span, they have released three albums, and the band is called Lamp of Murmur. And the only reason I have heard of them was um, my former bandmate in Grove, Wes. I'm still friends with him on Facebook and everything, and uh, he will... Occasion, occasionally share like a new album or something that he's been really into lately and uh, and he he mentioned this one this new uh, Lamp of Murmur album so I had uh, had not heard it before hadn't heard any of their stuff before but he was talking about how much he had been playing this album you know over and over lately so decided I would check it out and it's really good I haven't heard the first two yet um, but yeah, this was very recent that I listened to this record and really enjoyed it so I decided I would play something off of it um, so yeah, it makes me want to check out those first two for sure, which I plan on doing this week. But, uh, he's right. He said this is kind of on his, uh, potential albums of the year, you know, list. And, uh, I can see why. It's, it's unique, but not bizarre. You know what I mean? Um, it's got just enough of a touch of just, you know, uniqueness and, and dissonance and weirdness without being just strange and unlistenable, you know? Um, but I think it's really good. Uh, the album is called Saturnian Bloodstorm, and that came out on March 26th of this year through Argento Records, which I have not heard of that label before. I'm not sure if it's uh, an American label or not. It doesn't sound like it, but you never know. But anyways, um, if you're like me and you have not really heard of this band or heard this album before, uh, I highly recommend it. So this one stood out to me as, uh, as one of the top tracks, um, as, you know, as far as my tastes go, at least. So here we go. Off of Saturnian Bloodstorm, this is Lamp of Murmur with Seal of the Dominator.
All right, there we go. That is Lamp of Murmur from California with Seal of the Dominator. That's actually kind of one of the more straightforward tracks, I would say. Um, the other ones aren't, like I said, there's, there's nothing too weird going on there, but they just kind of have a different kind of riffing style than I tend to hear, especially from other American black metal bands. Uh, all right, we're going to Sweden here. This is technically a two-piece, although I believe they do have other um, other members for live purposes and things like that. Been going, excuse me, since 2016, and uh, they're called Harmdoud. And the only reason I have heard of Harmdoud is because I am a Vintersorg super fan, and he has been going crazy lately. Like I don't know if you guys follow him on Facebook as well, but he's been posting like mad about all these different projects that he um, has been working on and working on the next Vintersorg record and he's been teasing about working on stuff with Otig again for years I'll believe that when I see it um, but there's several projects that he's been kind of updating like this should come out this year this might come out next year but he's just been working writing writing and then out of nowhere he just said hey everybody I'm an official permanent member of this band and it was harmed out and I was like okay that came out of left field and I think he's not he's not doing lead vocals or anything he's doing like backing vocals and just kind of guitars and programming and stuff like that um, but yeah this they're basically a thrash band but it just kinda has some black metal touches to it as well it's not just a pure thrash um, type of band but um, it's good. Like, I had not heard them until he made this announcement of like, Hey, everybody, I'm a full member. So I was like, well, I don't know what this is, but let's check it out. And uh, they haven't released anything with him on it yet. But he said that they just finished working on two albums. Um, like, one to come out this year, and I guess the other will get released next year. So, yeah, nothing with him on it yet. But uh, the existing albums that are there, uh, I listened through. And they're pretty good. It's not revolutionary or anything like that, but... It's actually pretty solid, and it's a bit different for Vintersorg, you know, to be a part of a band like this, so it's kind of cool, and I'm eager to hear what he brings to the table. So, here we go. I'm going to play something off of the second album that came out in February of 2019. It's called Skervor, and that came out through Arts Gates Records, which I haven't heard of that one either. I'm not sure what label they're signed to currently, but they might still be on that one for all I know. But I'm going to go ahead and play the title track off of that one. So here we go, off of their second album. This is Harmdoud with Skervor.
All right, there we go. That is Harmdoud with Skadovor, and you can hear it, right? Like, you can kind of hear the riffing style being compatible with the type of riffs that Ventursword writes for his own band. Um, so, yeah, I think he covers guitar, backing vocals, keyboards, and other programming, I think is what he said. Um, but it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty melodic, and um, but it's... I'm, you know, if I'm being honest, it's not something I'm probably going to go back and listen to a ton, but I'm definitely going to check it out whenever he releases, uh, whenever they release, you know, the newer stuff that he's on. Um, all right, we are going to, I guess, technically Sweden here. It's an international project, but I think Sweden's kind of the home base these days. Uh, it's Lucifer, and Lucifer has members from Sweden, members from the UK, and uh, the singer is German. And they're a five-piece, been going since 2014, and it's great. I mean, the first album had a totally different uh, band around her. What's her name? Susanna? Is that her name? I think it's something like that. Ah, I should have looked that up. I think it's Susanna is her name, but um, it's kind of her band, and... She had a couple of ex-members of Cathedral, I believe, on the first album. And then I guess it still kind of wasn't sounding, you know, to her liking. So she uh, she kind of parted ways with them and then uh, got a different band going. Same, you know, it was Lucifer is still the band, of course, but she got a different band around her. Uh, one of which was Nika Anderson, uh, the former drummer of Entombed and member of the Helicopters. And, you know, among other things, he's done Death Breath. Uh, I love Death Breath, but um, he joined on drums and kind of became the main songwriter, and um, you know, the, it worked so well, and they got on so great that they are now married, and um, so they live together in Sweden, and I've actually been fortunate enough to see Lucifer live, and they were excellent, but um, they just kind of keep staying the course with their sound from album to album, and they've released four albums, and they're actually in the studio, I believe, working on album number five. Uh, so they put out albums in 2015, 2018, 2020, and then 2021. They were pretty active there from 2018 to 2021. Um, so yeah, I mean, I used to not really be big into this really retro style, but uh, I've come around on it quite a bit over the years, and uh, Lucifer is one that I do listen to fairly regularly. So yes, I'm going to play something off of the most recent album, Lucifer 4, that came out in October of 2021 through Century Media, and I believe they're still signed to Century Media. And this one, um, I believe, was released as one of the singles, um, and for good reason, it's one of the better songs on the album. So here we go, off of Lucifer 4, this is Lucifer with Crucifix, I Burn For You. <laughs>
That is Lucifer with Crucifix, I Burned for You. And I looked it up. It is not Susanna. Her name is Johanna. I was not close. But, <laughs> but same amount of syllables. That's about it. Um, but yeah, great record. And they've really stayed the course. Been very consistent for their whole uh, discography so far. So looking forward to album number five. Um, all right. We're going to Lithuania out of Vilnius. Five-piece black and death metal band that's been going since 2014. It is Sisyphean. And their album from last year, Colors of Faith, was phenomenal. And um, that ended up on my end of the year, you know, albums of the year. Best albums of 2022 list. And for good reason. Excellent album. There's so many bands kind of doing this same style, but they just hit it out of the park with that last album. Um, This is a new single. I have no idea. I've heard nothing about an upcoming album. Um, This could just be a standalone single. It could be part of an EP that's coming out. I have no idea the details of it. It just kind of randomly got released. Um, But yeah, it just came out a couple weeks ago, and it's a pretty good tune. I think the production does a little bit of a disservice to it, because I think the production on the last album was perfect for this type of music. Things were a little more clear um, on this single, and it's not a bad thing, it doesn't sound bad or anything like that, but I think uh, the production on some of their earlier stuff uh, just kind of suits the music a bit better than uh, than on this single, but could just be me. Um, but yeah, they've put out albums in 2017, and then as I said, uh, Colors of Faith came out last year in 2022. So yes, we will see if this is uh, part of uh, an album that's coming out this year. You'd think with them spending five years in between the debut and the second album that they would probably take some time (laughs) between the second and third. Can't imagine they would put out a full length this year, but you never know. But they are signed to Transcending Obscurity Records and uh, excellent label. And they always go all out with their packaging and their um, variety in terms of vinyls and just um, the different uh, mediums that they use that whenever they do a new release and they promote like crazy. So, uh, very cool. So here we go. Off of whatever this is going to be. <laughs> this is the new single from Sisyphean with Through Corrosion.
we go. That is Sisyphean from Lithuania with Through Corrosion. Is that dissonant enough for you? They love that, uh, that riffing style for sure, and it works well for them. They do it really, really well. All right, we're going to Germany here out of Bavaria. This is a... Uh, Oh, let's see. Is it a two-piece? It is a two-piece band that's been going since 2015 called Grab. That's G-R-A-B with a little accent over the A. And I'm going to play something off of their debut, which is their only full length. They do have an EP as well. Uh, I think the EP came out in 2020 and this debut came out in October of 2021, but I had not heard it for... God, I don't know, a year or something, like, after it came out, I had never even heard of these guys, and I just kind of came across this record, um, in the second half of last year, and, I mean, I thought it was excellent, and I've come back to it several times since, including just this past week, I was listening through this album again, and just kind of still really, really enjoying it, and I feel like I may have played something off of it, maybe not, you know, on an earlier episode, I can't be sure, but, um, well, I could be sure if I was, uh, diligent enough to look through <laughs> the set list of, you know, all the other episodes I've done, but uh, who's got time for that? Come on, people. You don't remember, so it'll be fresh for you anyways. Um, yeah, the album's called Zeitlang, and that came out in October of 2021 through Troll Music Records, which, how is that, you know... How is that not going to be awesome if it's released through Troll Music Records? <clears throat> um, doing like Google Translate and stuff, I can't really get a grasp for what um, this translates to because it doesn't seem to recognize it as German. It keeps trying to change it to something else. Um, so I'm just going to do my best here in terms of pronunciation and things like that. So uh, any German listeners, you know, throw me a bone here. Help me out because I'm sure that I'm fucking it up. So... Uh, but anyways, this album, Zeitlang, is really what drew me in was the album cover. Super dark and creepy album cover. But it's just really kind of epic, melodic, really well done black metal. And um, it's it's a damn near perfect album. Um, if you haven't heard it, just do yourself a favor and check it out because it's really good. So here we go. Off of their debut album from 2021, Zeitlang. This is Grob with... Ah, uh, Grabliacht. Yeah. I have no idea if that's how it's pronounced.
All right. <laughs> there we go. From Germany, that was Grob with Agrobliacht, something like that. Thank you, Google Translate, for nothing. Uh, all right, we're going to the USA here out of Connecticut. This is a four-piece band that's been going since 2016. I uh, was a big fan of the first album, and um, I'm going to play something off the second album now. The band is called Fires in the Distance, and they just released their second album. The debut came out in 2020, and this second album is called Air Not Meant for Us, and that uh, came out on April 28th of this year through Prosthetic Records. And uh, old Dave Kaminsky handled the, uh, I think he did the drum recording, and he also did just the mix of the entire uh, album. I'm not sure if he uh, did the recording of the guitars and vocals and all that kind of stuff, or if it was just the drums and then uh, ultimately the mix. But um, he's getting better and better with his mixing. He's always been good, but he seems to be kind of refining it uh, more and more with each uh, each album that he does. Um, yeah, he does a great job. And he, God, what the hell band was he in? Was it Autolatry? I think it was Autolatry up in Connecticut. Uh, but he has since moved down to the Carolinas. I want to say he's in North Carolina now. Because uh, he had his studio, um, Wormwood, Wormwood Studios. He had that up in Connecticut and then decided to move to North Carolina and just brought the whole thing with him and kind of created an even better space uh, in the Carolinas now. And um, he seems to be doing really well down there. But this album is very much a continuation of the debut just with better production and some pretty epic songs here you know if you haven't heard fires in the distance it is kind of a uh, a very big sounding you know melodic uh, death metal basically still it sounds very american it doesn't sound you know like uh, any of the swedes or anything like that but um you'll you'll hear what i mean but great record um you know it's still very fresh of course but i listened to it uh, in full the day it came out and uh, was was really digging it a lot so I need to give it a few more spins as well so here we go off of the new record air not meant for us this is fires in the distance with Psalm of the Merciless
There we go. That is Fires in the Distance from Connecticut with Psalm of the Merciless. Um, great record, like I said, and, uh, you know, perfect production for that type of music. Um, all right, we're doing a, a one-man band here from Norway. That's been going since 2018 called Ildfar. And they have two records. Um, the newest one did just come out this year. I'm actually going to play something off of the debut. The new one is good. Um, I need to give it some more listens. I do like the debut as well. The debut is called Somvinden Fararvil, and that came out in May of 2021 through Northern Silence Productions. And it's just really good pagan black metal, and um, it's not particularly like folky but they do utilize uh, acoustic guitar sections very well um, in, in this song especially um, but they're just not afraid to get kind of chunky with some palm muting here and there and uh, there's just some good variety within the riffs while still kind of having that familiar you know pagan black metal feel and yeah it's it's not anything particularly new or inventive but uh, it's just done really well and it's uh, it's a style that I have enjoyed for many years and uh, I expect I will continue to enjoy it for years to come. So here we go, I'm gonna go with the title track here. So off of their debut album from 2021, this is Ildfar with Somvinden Fararvil. <laughs> Yeah. 
All right, there we have it. One man band from Norway that was Ildfar with Somvinden Fadalvil. I always want to say Vil, but it's Vil. And that means, like, as the wind blows. Um, yeah, I need to give this newest one, you know, more of a listen, but it's equally as good, I would say. Um, okay, we're going to Australia here. This band existed initially from 05 to 2010 and kind of built themselves a strong reputation as being um, excellent in that kind of depressive, uh, super melodic black metal. And they kind of came out of nowhere and reformed in uh, 2021. And they have now kind of put out their, uh, their comeback album of sorts. It is Austere. And they put out albums in 07 and 09 before calling it quits initially. Not really sure why they called it quits back then. Uh, but I do remember when they kind of announced that they were kind of done. Um, but yeah, they just kind of regrouped and uh, put out a new album that finally came out. They released little bits and pieces here and there, but the album uh, finally came out on April 28th of this year. That's album number three called Corrosion of Hearts. Uh, and that came out through Lupus Lounge Records. Um, the songs, you know, as is always the case really in this uh, style, the songs are long. So this is probably the longest one of the episode, but um, I think you'll agree that it's it's worth the investment of time because this is a damn good song, and uh, the album definitely um, fits right in to the discography. It's uh, it's an excellent album, and it's a nice uh, kind of welcome back for them. So here we go, a bit of a lengthy one, but it's so good. Off of the new album, Corrosion of Hearts, this is Austere with Sullen. Thank you. 
All right, there we go. From Australia, that is Austere with Sullen. And um, really, really good tune. That's probably my favorite off of uh, the album. But uh, it's a long album, long songs, but it's just done really, really well. Good to have them back. All right, we're going back to Germany here. This is a one-man band that's been going off and on since 03. And that is Fimbulvet. And... They have not released anything since 2014, and the only reason I really know about this band was my uh, my former bandmate and former roommate Corey um, from Grove. He you know lives in Colorado these days, but back then he had a pretty sweet Fimblevet patch on his uh, his jacket at the time, among other patches, and uh, that was one that I had not heard, although I knew kind of what uh, his musical preferences were, so I had a feeling uh, it was going to be pretty good and kind of folky, and it is exactly that, so it's uh, definitely kind of folky black metal, and uh, not over the top or anything like that, um, to where it's just kind of goofy sound and folky stuff, but um, but yeah, it's it definitely followed suit with a lot of the stuff that he uh, he listened to back then like Metzatol and um, I don't know why I'm blanking on some of them now but we were big fans of like Swidakra and stuff like that so uh, bands that kind of still had that black metal edge but uh, weren't afraid to kind of get uh, a little folky with their sound so first album since 2014 just came out fifth album overall it's called I guess it's pronounced Portal I don't know, it's like the word portal with an E at the end, but that came out through Einheit Productions, and God, you know, German is rough for me, but um, but I'm going to do my best here. But this album, uh, I listened to the day it came out, that was a fun day, there was a lot of good stuff that came out that day, <laughs> and listened through this whole album and uh, immediately jotted it down as this might be a, a candidate for my end of the year best albums because it's just a really strong record there's some nice interludes in there at just the right uh you know moments in the record and it's just a a really well structured album to keep you keep you interested the whole way through um so i'm going to pause here for a second so i can look up how the hell to say the title of this song because it's got to be easier than i'm making it and just like that with the magic of editing we are back. <laughs> so, title of the album is Portale, so they do pronounce the E at the end. So here we go. This is Fimblevet with Firetod, which means death by fire. <laughs>
All right, there we go. That is Fimblevit from Germany with Fire Todd. Fire Todd, something like that. Accent is atrocious, I am certain. Um, yeah, that's an excellent record. And first one in how many years? Nine years. And just one of the best in the whole discography, in my opinion. Um, all right, we're going to France here. This is a one-man band, which is hard to believe. Uh, it's been going since 2020, and it just sounds so big and so intense. And for it to be a one-man band is uh, just kind of uh, surprising to me. But um, had never heard of them until recently, and really digging it. Um, the band is called Inherits the Void, and I was pretty blown away by this uh, this record. Second album just came out this year. I'm going to play something off of that. I haven't heard the debut. Uh, but this second album came out on January 20th through Avant-Garde Records. It's called The Impending Fall of the Stars. And it's really up-tempo and intense, uh, kind of wall-of-sound type stuff, but it's just good melodic black metal, and uh, the riffing is great. And like I said, it's just kind of a, the type of album that just kind of makes your, uh, makes your pulse go up a good, you know, five beats uh, per minute, I would say. Um, very high intensity and just really well executed and like I said it just sounds bigger than a one-man band you know obviously you can do uh, amazing things with uh, layering and you know studio magic and recording it the right way and mixing it the right way to make it sound big of course I understand that but uh, just with the initial listening experience it's just hard to imagine that it's just one person who put all of that together to, to make this big wall of sound um, but it's very good. So I need to listen to the debut because this album is, uh, is fantastic. So if the debut is anywhere near as good, then, uh, I need to hear it. So here we go off of their second album, the impending fall of the stars. This is inherits the void with endless nocturnal mask.
Alright, there we go. And there's my son's cat right on cue. Meowing at me for no reason. Um, Alright, it is that time to announce the final song of the episode. I, of course, want to thank everybody for listening. Thanks for telling other people about the podcast. Uh, if you want to tell someone where they can listen, they can listen online at bloodandfireradio.podbean.com or on the free Podbean app. And, uh, of course, the entire catalog of episodes is also available on Spotify, so you can find it and follow it there. And uh, any sort of feedback or requests or critiques or anything you want to share with me, you can email me at bloodandfireradio at gmail.com. And, of course, please find and like the Facebook page because any sort of uh, updates or news or poll questions for you guys, the listeners, uh, just anything I want to get out to you guys is going to be posted there. So please find and like the Facebook page so you don't miss out. Um, all right. I think, I think I'm going to stay the course here with regular episodes until I get to 145. I think that'll be a nice... A nice number for another uh, themed episode. So these next couple are going to be uh, just normal episodes as always. And I plan on um, releasing it on time in two weeks. In between now and then I'm going to be uh, fulfilling a, a bucket list thing here and seeing Halloween live on uh, the 13th. I'm bringing my son with me. And that is a band I've been wanting to see since uh, I first started listening to them basically back in high school. And I've just never really had the opportunity, so I'm very excited about that. So I'll have to share some of my thoughts on that uh, at the beginning of the next episode. But let's close things out here. We're going to go to the USA out of Oregon. Been going since 95. Of course, they kind of called it quits, and I guess they're going to start playing some shows again this year. It is Agaloc. Agaloc is an excellent band, a uh, big fan, and... You know, they, they were definitely influential on me and on Krigsgrove uh, over, over the years with our, our own music. But um, after Agaloc called it quits, John, the singer-slash-guitar player, he kind of got in some trouble there for saying some anti-Semitic comments, um, which was weird because he kind of did it to himself. Like, he said something that wasn't really offensive... And then I think he did it with the expectation of, like, well, somebody's going to have a problem with this, and I am ready to verbally fight them. And then nobody really said anything. And uh, he thought Facebook might ban him for saying it, and Facebook didn't do anything. So then he chimed back in and, like, doubled down and said something <laughs> like that was just straight-up offensive. And I don't know what the hell he was thinking. And, yeah, so he definitely kind of got... Uh, Cancelled, so to speak, because after Agaloc, he started this band called Pelorian that put out an album that was actually an excellent album. But uh, after his his uh, comments there on Facebook that got him into trouble, uh, the rest of the guys in Pelorian just said, "Yeah, I'm out." So Pelorian was dead, and uh, John hasn't really been doing anything um, over the last several years. But now, all of a sudden, out of nowhere. Agaloc has announced that they're going to start playing some shows uh, later this year, so I guess all is forgiven because his former bandmates, you know, his Agaloc bandmates had uh, had come out and said that they absolutely do not endorse any of what John had said and all that, but uh, I guess they've kind of moved on from that, I don't know. But um, anyways, after seeing that news that they were going to start playing some shows again, it kind of prompted me to go back and listen through some of the old albums 
And I kind of realized that their last album, I never really gave it a fair shake. You know, I didn't dislike it, but it just didn't grab me the way that uh, their previous albums had. It was more progressive. And um, yeah, it just didn't do a whole lot for me at the time. So I went back and listened through it and uh, I did enjoy it more. Um, you know, now that several years have passed and listening through it again, I enjoy it more than I did back then. But uh, I still wouldn't put it in the upper echelon of their material, but there's a couple of really good songs on there. So I'm going to play one off of it. The album is called The Serpent and the Sphere, and that came out in 2014. Their fifth album overall came out through Profound Lore Records, and uh, as I said, that remains their last one. No idea if they plan on uh, working on new music together or not, if they're just kind of doing live shows, I'm not sure. But um, this one definitely had one of the best, um, like the best production, I think, that they've had um, in terms of clarity and just being, you know, loud and punchy and um, suited the music well. But again, this still is not uh, in my my favorites, you know, for their discography, but um, there's some really cool songs on here, including this one. So here we go, guys. I will be back in two weeks with episode 143. Until then, take care. Here we go off of The Serpent and the Sphere. This is Agaloc with The Astral Dialogue. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>